Wim Hof, the Iceman, superhuman. Starting with just one breath, he has transformed his life and continues to change the lives of others for the better. Like magic, he and his students are able to withstand the freezing cold wearing nothing but bathing suits. Science has proven his methods work to boost the immune system and reduce inflammation. He even performs feats formerly thought of as impossible. But what can't science see or measure? What are the mystical implications of practicing such life-changing methods? Consider these things and more on this episode of The Supernatural Explorer. Supernatural Explorers, welcome to episode 19, Wim Hof Magic, the mystical side of the Iceman's breathing method. This episode, I'm going to give you a little intro on Wim Hof, how I became aware of him, his breathing method, the known benefits, and finally, what's going on energetically and spiritually when you do it, the real magic behind the method. If you want to get more in touch with your energy and the subtler vibrations of your body while also boosting your immune system and a host of other things, then stay tuned. For those of you into the supernatural, the more you get in touch with subtler vibrations, the more the unseen realms can also become available for you to sense and experience, if that's what you choose to focus on. Before I get into all that, I also wanted to note that I'll end the show with a revisit to TumTum and our friends there to see how things are going. But for now, on with the main show. I first became aware of Wim Hof almost a decade ago. Jen and I were watching old school cable TV with commercials and this ad came on that featured a middle-aged man running barefoot through the snow wearing nothing but a bathing suit. It went a little something like this. Meet Wim Hof. For decades, he's trained his mind to help his body withstand the coldest conditions imaginable. He set 18 world records and baffled countless scientists with his ability to stay warm. Is it hot out here? Or is it just me? Wim has what he calls 
a mental thermostat. I don't feel the cold right now. Are you Wim Hof? No. No, you are not Wim Hof. That's why we created OmniHeat Electric. It's warmth at the touch of a button. Wim may never need it, but when you do, we'll be waiting. Now, I notoriously hate the cold, so seeing a real-life superhero that was impervious to freezing temperatures made Wim an instant celebrity in our lives. Anytime there was a moment where it was me against the cold in some way, and it seemed I wasn't prepared, Jen would jokingly remind me, You're not Wim Hof! Despite what the commercial said, I assumed that Wim was just born with his supernatural ability to withstand the cold. Until about a year ago when I learned so much more. I think at the time I was trying to find ways to be even healthier, thinking that might in turn allow me to tap into the paranormal even more. I found some web article that mentioned some of the best things you can do for yourself health-wise, and they involved sleeping and breathing. As a known avoider of formal exercise, this article was definitely speaking my language. I was great at sleeping, and I didn't mind breathing at all. I started researching breathing, and one of the first things I came across was a YouTube video that instantly caught my attention. It was my superhero, Wim Hof, teaching a breathing method, his breathing method. I was sold before I even watched it. In the video, he says how his breathing method can help you to regulate, to master your body chemistry. It seems simple enough. Breathing in from your mouth, filling your belly, chest, then head with air, and letting it release some naturally before inhaling fully again. You take about 30 to 40 of these breaths, and on your final exhale, you hold your breath. When you feel the urge to breathe again, you do a final inhale and hold again for another 10 seconds. And that's it. Wim recommended three rounds of these every morning before you eat. And I'll put a link into the video in the show notes if you want to check it out further. Note, I am not a medical professional. I am not qualified to give medical or health advice. Please consult your doctor before doing anything. Needless to say... I became even more interested in Wim after seeing this video. I learned he wasn't born with his ability to withstand my nemesis, the cold, but he developed his gift using what is collectively known as the Wim Hof Method. One of the foundations is the breathing method, of course, but it also includes concentration training and gradual exposure to the cold. I knew I had the concentration part down from all my meditative practice, and I was definitely open to trying to breathing. The cold thing, however, wasn't something I was going to elect to do, not even after I read about all the science behind it and the proven benefits. Studies show gradual exposure to the cold decreases inflammatory proteins in the body, and if you're into health at all, you know that inflammation is everyone's nemesis. So someday I may try the cold exposure part, especially if I ever run into any issues, Knock on wood, so far so good. Daily cold showers also increase white blood cells, which are our immune system's protectors. And at WimHoffMethod.com, you can read all about these and the other potential benefits, including 
boost your immune system, improve mental health, increase sports performance, relieve stress, more energy, better sleep, workout recovery, increase willpower, boost concentration, deal with depression, burnout recovery, natural anti-inflammatory, fibromyalgia relief, arthritis relief, overcoming MS, post-treatment Lyme disease syndrome, asthma management, COPD management, migraine relief, improved creativity, improved cold tolerance, autoimmune disease relief, improve your mind-body connection. If you want to read more about how the Wim Hof Method helps with any of those, I put a link in the show notes to Wim's website. I know there is plenty of scientific information on how and why this all works, but most exciting for me was in experiencing what was happening on an energetic and spiritual level as I did the breathing, and then further all the information that came with that. For any of that to be meaningful at all, I need to provide a bit more information including a discussion on why liminal states and paranormal activity go together like peas and carrots. Whether you realize it or not, a large part of what makes you you is the fact that we are all a series of habits that act to reinforce each other. You can call these habits your personality if you want. How you walk, how you talk, eat, tie your shoes, all combine to make and reinforce you being the you you currently are. Even how and from where you perceive things. Spend most of your time focusing on this earthly spectrum of existence and habitually, that's where you are training most of your experiences to be. Habitually start focusing your mind on other things and you'll get more glimpses of all the supernatural things going on around you. And one of the tools that can be used to help make this change is liminality. Liminality is when you find yourself in an in-between state. Despite the potential for feeling a bit chaotic, it is magical because it results from one or more of our links in our habitual chain being broken, opening our whole habitual system to change. Liminality can happen during any transition. And as was wisely pointed out on the latest episode of Where Did the Road Go? We are all together in a liminal state right now. Important side note here. I am truly grateful to all who are doing their part to keep things light, balanced, positive, and real while we do what we have to do, quarantining ourselves yet helping where we can until we come out the other side of this COVID-19 challenge. Thank you, humanity. Truly. Okay, so, if you are paying attention to yourself during this time, then you know that a byproduct of being in a liminal state is that some of your habits are being thrown off. Gaps are being created in what was once habitual for many of us. This causes us to lose habitual footing in the spectrum we are used to experiencing, which in turn allows the opportunity for us to notice the unexpected more. If you can stay positive, this may mean noticing more synchronicities and miracles. If you find yourself going negative, please consider immersing yourself in more of the positive vibes many are putting out there, and maybe shut the news off. Because while this is a challenging time, 
it is also an opportune time for change and growth. If during this or any liminal state, you consciously shift your habitual focus to whatever it is you desire, while your system readjusts and reunifies its foundational habits, you can make the decision to habitually experience a new reality. The choice is yours to make. You can decide if you'd like to be fully on this earthly spectrum or mostly on this earthly spectrum with a door open to other spectrums of reality as well. As you may have gathered by now, I've been diving headfirst down the rabbit hole for the last three years with at least one eye on staying mostly balanced and grounded. So, putting conscious effort into expanding what I can experience and explore, within that, I myself didn't realize I was running into an unknown roadblock in my progress until I tried Wim's breathing method for the first time. It took a few rounds to get the breathing method and my rhythm down, and at first it felt a lot like I was hyperventilating. When I got to the part where you hold your breath, I noticed the lightheadedness and tingles in my body, very pleasant. But then I noticed the extreme heaviness energetically in my body. I was surprised. I personally hadn't experienced heavy energy like that in years and only felt it nowadays when I was connecting with heavy energy of other beings or things. What was going on and what did this all mean? If you're listening to this, I imagine you have an understanding by now that there are different layers to us and the worlds around us. Some visible, some invisible. The easiest way for me to understand everything is to look at it in terms of different vibratory levels. We exist on one level. The mostly unseen that we call paranormal exists on other levels. If we look closer, we realize that even on Earth, there are different vibratory levels. Your heart can be on a different level than your head. Generations seem to exist on different levels from each other. You get the idea. What I realized when I felt the heaviness within me that I didn't even know was there was that Wim Hof's method had put me in a liminal state. There was the state I was in before the breathing method where everything felt normal and all my habits were reinforcing each other on the level I was on. And then one very foundational habit that had been with me my entire life, reinforcing everything from behind the scenes, was removed. My breathing. For those of you who are unable to feel things energetically, what I think happens is, with your mind still, your body still, your breathing still, and in turn everything being in a liminal state, everything is less habitually held And this opens you to being influenced by higher levels of healing vibrations. For those of you who do feel energy, you can experience the vibration of your body in relation to the vibration of the healing that flows through it and how the body feels very dense in comparison. Well, you could imagine your body, emotions, even your mind existing on one vibration. That leaves it open to question what part of you is able to view things from above yourself? I personally think of that as spirit, but I don't think calling it by any other name, consciousness, will, whatever, diminishes the truth of what is being experienced. Higher vibrations influencing and elevating lower vibrations, which could be thought of as the path to enlightenment or how to be born of spirit or 
just a way to become healthier. Back to those of you who don't think you feel things energetically yet. A concrete example for anyone to draw from is to think about however you normally experience your body versus how dense and heavy, say, your leg feels when it falls asleep, especially as you just start to become conscious of it again. It's like your spirit is temporarily out of your leg, and as your leg wakes up and it enters it again, your spirit is like, oh yeah, this dense, heavy, physical level of existence again. Oh, this is going to be painful. Until that existence soon enough feels just totally normal again. There's no surprise that the Wim Hof Method helps with depression. Realizations about this came to me when I joined Jen one night for an episode of Gwyneth Paltrow's The Goop Lab on Netflix that was featuring Wim Hof. Someone on the Goop Lab staff was dealing with anxiety and I believe panic attacks as well. She made a breakthrough after one weekend of breathing, concentration, and a cold plunge. Whatever we are used to being, good or bad, joyful or anxious, is all habitually reinforced by all our other habits until the pattern is somehow broken, then healed. And it's not just our habits that hold us but the vibrations of everything that are stored in our muscles, brains, and other parts of our physical body. The breathing with the concentration sets the stage for the liminal state, and the initial shock of the cold acts to reset everything. Then the first thing your being experiences right after the reset are the higher healing vibrations showing everything a new way, an elevated way of being. Every time you do the breathing, you, your body, is elevated, healed, until it no longer needs to be elevated out of what it once was, and it becomes something brand new. And what I found out after that is even if you don't do the cold showers or cold plunges, if you find yourself in the cold, despite your better judgment, because you are following signs, with a little concentration and a little breathing, you can transcend the elements. Here... I'm talking about what happened to me while recording my Signs to Dan Aykroyd episode, episode 11. This is where following signs found me underdressed and online in the freezing cold for five hours. And then to the sudden realization that I wasn't shivering. And as long as I stayed focused and relaxed, the cold didn't matter. Had my wife been home when I left the house that day, she might have said, You need to dress a lot warmer than that. You're not Wim Hof. No, but close enough, thanks to him and his method. Okay, I really hope I did one of my virtual gurus, Wim Hof, and his method justice there. Speaking of synchronicities earlier, I couldn't help but notice that just this week I recorded episode 19 for both my podcasts, this one and now that's nonsense. The two shows are on totally different schedules, so the number matching up will never happen again. Both also mention COVID-19. I did not plan that, nor could I really. So I'll take that to mean I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Now let's follow up from the last two episodes on pyramids and long heads. I'm going to go into my meditative ritual, which as you may have guessed by now, starts with some Wim Hof breathing. Then I'll come back 
and will check on the former inhabitants of the Tum Tum Elongated Skulls, collectively, and from there join together with the energy structure of the Great Pyramid of Giza to see if we can continue to amp up Tum Tum. Oh, and right before I was going to record this show, Jen, who is studying Ayurvedic medicine, is a yogi and a Reiki master, had pulled three random angel cards with crystals that she was going to post face down on Instagram and Facebook to give people at home something fun to do in choosing a card for themselves. Before she posted it, she tried it out on me. Take a wild guess which card I picked. That's right, Uriel once again. Via the card, Uriel said, You know what to do. Trust your inner knowledge and act upon it without delay. You got it, Uriel. So he is definitely coming with us on our pyramid adventure. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. All right. I'm in my zone. I could tell already things are feeling more physical this evening. I've noticed that if things are feeling pretty airy, I normally eat eggs. I love eggs. And I'm a vegetarian. But if there's a stretch where I don't eat eggs, things start to become more airy in my practice. And then if I eat eggs, stuff becomes more physical. So eggs were on my mind. I'm like, I could eat some eggs. I want stuff to feel more physical so I can describe things better. But maybe the other night just had to happen the way it had to happen. Everything had to be on that higher vibration. I mean, don't think I'm not aware of how fantastical it can sound, but there comes a point where you realize just how connected everything is. And any positivity you send towards anything is going to have a positive influence. Just the way things work. And then there's different degrees and levels of that experience. All right, I think we're going to do this... Great Pyramid of Giza. Then, ooh, that Paracas skull guy was large and in charge. The former inhabitant of that Paracas elongated skull that we connected with. And we'll call in Uriel at the end. So, Great Pyramid of Giza, the former inhabitant of the elongated skull from Paracas, Peru. Archangel Uriel. Then the collective of any elongated skull, any long head from Tum Tum that was involved in Tum Tum that wants anything to do with Tum Tum a collective see how the group feels we'll kind of merge and make sure everybody's jiving and then we'll take all that to Tum Tum and see what we feel I'm pretty psyched alright here we go Great Pyramid of Giza first please All right, I'm noticing my sensitivity is kind of averaged between the first pyramid show and the second pyramid show. It's kind of in the middle, so I like it. Things are feeling a lot solider. So I can feel the pyramid shape. I can feel it's very vast. But it's not too vast where I can't feel the shape. So, oh yeah, because I could feel the pyramid shape. It's not too vast that I can't feel that. I'm glad I was able to describe it the other night as going into the sky. I wouldn't be able to describe it without that now. But if someone said to me, 
well, how big do you think it is? Would you say it's as big as the sky? And I would answer, I could say it's as big as that. I wouldn't be able to say it definitively, but I wouldn't be able to say it's not definitively either. So things are feeling more solid. Let me see if I can get a lightness. Yeah, my room's pretty dark. I'm going to get one of those things that you see women wear when they go to bed in movies. I imagine it's like silk and you put it over your eyes to block stuff out. I'm disservice not having that. I need that. Any lightness in the room takes away from me being able to tell the difference in lightness with my eyes closed. So I got to get on that. All right. Pyramid feels great. I'm going to see if I could see any light or feel any light shooting out of the top of it. I gotta be honest, I don't feel light shooting out of the top of it, so that's very curious. Are there certain operational times and then other times it doesn't do that? I wanted to see the light, I was excited to see the light, I was excited to feel the light in some way, but the pyramid feels solid. Still feels better than Tum Tum ever felt, so I'm still gonna take that energy structure, that pattern, because it feels solid, grounded, expansive balanced, pleasant, good feeling. So we're still going to go with that. All right, let's go to the the inhabitant of that Paracas elongated skull that we connected with last time. Please. Again, I feel a certain level of physicalness and... I love when I hear ringing in my ears. And then I know when there's a different quality to it. Different pitch. Seems to be coming from a different place. As soon as I ask to be connected with the former inhabitant of the Paracas elongated skull. I heard this ringing. It's like up and to the right. I heard it. And it was really high pitched. And super high pitched. Like almost out of range of hearing. That high pitched. And then I felt, again, I felt a a certain physicalness, but a certain vastness. And again, if somebody would say to me, well, how big would you say it is? Would you say it's 50 feet tall? Or, and I would, again, I'd be able to say, well, it could be that, but I can't say it's, I can't say it's not that, but I can't say it is that, but I see it could be. So again, going off the other night, but the ringing in the ears combined with the vastness also felt very balanced light feeling, good feeling. So let's go onward. This is great. Now, I fully believe in the skin theory that things on a certain level can come out any way that works for you. If in your book, the most evolved thing is an ultra terrestrial, a representative from that population can show itself to you in the way that works for you. And for you, that might be ultra-terrestrials. And for other people, it might be archangels. And it may be even, oh, this ultra-terrestrial is this archangel. Is this nature spirit? Is this energy? Is this intelligence? Skin theory. I think it matters. But I think of Uriel as an archangel. And I always get very excited <laughs> when, when I'm about to connect with an archangel. Because... If I have a hierarchy of beings in my head, they're way up there for me. 
And Archangel Uriel's been knocking at our door. Uriel, please. I am telling you that if you would like to experience more centeredness, balance, try out a representative of whatever works for you, whatever your thing is, but call on something from your community of higher beings to help you and assist you. Everything with my eyes closed just got 50% brighter and I felt, again, it's like a column coming down over me and this time I felt it over my entire aura. It was just like a column of light that just held everything in place. I didn't have to try too hard to hold everything in place. Everything was being held for me, almost like if everything I did up to this point required some kind of work. It was almost like Uriel came in and said, Hey, t- take a seat, man. I got it. And why is it so dark in here? <laughs> Turn up the lights a little. So, without delay, let's go to the Tum Tum crew. Tum Tum elongated skull crew of the past. Anybody who wants to be in, anyone who was originally in on the project when they were incarnated and living on this earthly plane any one of them that wants to join in spirit before we go to Tum Tum all of them with the Great Pyramid of Giza and the inhabitant of the Paracas elongated skull let's all get together in community please I know everything in this world is pretty instant feeling. You can text your friend halfway around the world and they'll get it in a second or two. It's pretty fast. We are all connected on so many different levels. The biomagnetic field, I think the easiest one to understand and get behind the science and be like, yeah, it's a real thing. All our magnetic fields are crisscrossing. The information, you could say, travels at the speed of light. And I don't know if that's true, but it's extremely fast and it goes out to infinity so everything's connected that way as fast as anything you can do on your phone is definitely instantaneous this kind of connection i'm gonna say whenever this idea was conceived for the show you could say everybody knew about it then and you could say the people who wanted to be in were getting ready because everybody felt ready i joined in community with everyone everything i mentioned And I didn't know what I was going to walk into, if someone was going to have to call attention, if we were going to have to settle down, or what was going to happen. But everyone was on high level, ready to roll. I guess it would be like walking in to a meditation that just started. And nobody really cares that you're just walking in, because everybody's already in their zone. But you're walking into an environment that's already been created. A palatable peace and centeredness and balance and you're walking into that and you know you're welcome into it and you're sitting down and joining in it that was pretty cool so i'm gonna ask to feel tum tum first without the crew so i can get a baseline and then i'm gonna have everyone come in together and see what kind of difference we feel all right please connect me with just tum tum Thank you.
Alright, this is interesting. Connection almost instant. The energy felt very solid to me. First time we connected, I think I used the word depressed. And considering its size and how solid it is, that's uncomfortable and not good. Second time, neutrality. Third time, which causes me some concern, feels pretty much like the second time. So that's great. It didn't go backtracking all the way to depressed. But the energy feels a little wobbly. So it's like, wow. Went from neutral going towards wobbly energy. What is that? What else is influencing this area that keeps drawing it towards off balance? Based on my skill set, I don't know how I could discover that. I feel like I need a distance person, a remote viewer. I'm a distance person, but I'm pretty specific on what I do. If you'd like to be on the show and help me distance-wise to come up with the source or sources of what's throwing the energy of the tum-tum pyramid off, I guess this is where it is. I could say, connect me with the energy of what's throwing the tum-tum pyramid off. I could say that. I usually go in knowing what and where something is, so to speak. So I could go in and balance the energy, but I won't have any information. Or I have no guarantee of information, because that's not my thing. So I would love to have a remote viewer go in first and identify, oh, this is what's throwing the energy off. So at least we have more information. I'd like to do that. So I'm going to continue to work on TumTum. But the more I check back on it, and I feel like it's taking a step back every time, like two step forwards during the work, step back when there's no work being done. Every time that happens, I'm going to be more reaching out to a remote viewer because I want to know what's causing that. And then I want to take care of it. I want to know what it is and why first. Alright, Tum Tum, gonna reconnect with everyone and then go to Tum Tum. Please, thank you. Hmm, that went really well. A lot of work was done. I'll have to look at how much time went by. Felt like about seven minutes. So, Half the time of last time, approximately, which is good. That's a progression. I see why Uriel's involved. I mean, did anyone else ask themselves that when I talked about on episode 17, America's Pyramids, when I talked about Gary Parker, who was on Paranormal Thoughts podcast? Did anybody wonder when he had his vision and it was related to pyramids? That Archangel Uriel showed up? Like, what's the relation? Why him? Well, now I know. If he could break a car down into basic parts, I could say even if I was a kid saying, well, there's the wheels, there's the body, and there's the engine. You can maybe break it down into three parts without getting too technical. So I wonder what the working parts of a pyramid are. Not just the physical pyramid but the energetical structure that's 
doing something, emitting light. I bet you it's even transmuting energy, receiving information. What are the parts that make that up? Well, since with Giza there was light shooting out of the top, you could at least stand a reason that there's some kind of structure in the core running from tip to bottom that sends the light up to some kind of core to the pyramid. When everything came together and I heard that ringing in my ears again and everything got brighter and felt a lot of shifts inside of me, mostly happening at the core. A lot of work was being done at the core. That off balance bounced out in like a second. That was a non-issue. I mean, it's an issue that something is tending to throw it off balance. Bounced out quick, though. So I like that. That makes me feel like the momentum is going towards positive. Towards a higher vibration. And I have to now go back in and see what the end result was. Because I came out when the work was done, but I I guess I got excited and I wanted to say what happened before I forgot. So, and what Uriel's function was and the analogy I got with that. So let me go back in. Final check on Tom Tom and we'll wrap it up. Ah, it feels twice the size of what it physically is. That's a good aura. So it's starting to emit some kind of aura on some level of vibration. So that's a positive step in the right direction. It feels solid. I'd say above neutral. It doesn't just feel neutral anymore. It feels like it's got some kind of mojo going. Very subtle, but I like what I'm feeling. I didn't mention it because I didn't know if I was going to get to it. I have not forgotten about that pyramid from Paracas that was leveled for apartments. Just curious if there's any positive juju left from it being there. I'm not going to get a chance to do it this show. i got to wrap up. That's the show for tonight. Stay healthy, everyone. Take care of each other. Keep things positive. Spread the love. Till next time, peace.